A couple of things, football-wise, real quick. Before we get back to all your calls on the Correa situation, Sean McVay, whom uh, I've said from day one is leaving the Rams after this year, told all of his assistant coaches, if you guys want to go get jobs, go get jobs. I'm not sure I'm coming back. And knowing that I may not come back, a new head coach comes in here. He's going to want to bring his own guys. So if you have opportunities, go. So that's all you need to know about that. He's out. Do you think there's anything wrong with McVay doing this? Do I think there's anything wrong with it? Like, hear me out on this. He won a Super Bowl there. He did his job. They trade all their draft picks. Yeah. They spend a ton in salary cap space, which kind of screws them for the next few years. Now things are bleak, and he's like, all right, rock me. I'm out. Well, he was going to leave after last year. So if he left after the Super Bowl, we probably wouldn't question it, right? He got the chip. Same idea, though. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the same um, idea. But it's like you and I have said, I would allow my coach to leave if I got the championship. I wouldn't yeah, care. You know, I don't mean it as a fan. I think as a fan, I yeah. wouldn't care about anything after my team won. Well, I probably would. Hopefully yeah, I get to we find all say out. that, but yes, You're I'm right. with you. I'd love to be tested on that. Yeah. But from afar, did it kind of look bad? Like, let's milk the organization uh, for I'll everything. Say this. It only doesn't look bad because I don't think it's a surprise. It's been out there for a couple of years now that he's been courted by all the networks to be an analyst. So I guess it's just because of where the organization looks. He's leaving as they're dead. And they're it's not like getting better anytime soon. Pete right. Carroll left USC when they were getting sanctioned for breaking rules violations. Right. It You're looks right. kind of douchey, doesn't right. it? Uh, I mean, listen, if you made that argument, I wouldn't argue it. I mean, I understand it, but he won the championship, and yeah. that was his job. Right. Uh, and uh, it's also being reported that the Arizona Cardinals, after firing Kingsbury yesterday and having their uh, GM, Steve Kime, who, by the way, was out for most of the year with health issues. Anyway, uh, they're going to try to trade DeAndre Hopkins. He's got two years, 34-plus million left on his deal, and uh, he is gonna, they're going to try to get rid of him. Uh, Kyler Murray's not coming back to maybe Thanksgiving-ish. Right. Give or take a couple weeks either way. Right. Um, and apparently Michael Bidwell, the owner, uh, is telling GM candidates part of your job is to unload the contract of D-Hop. Mm. So that'll be interesting because he might be the best player that's going to be moved. Yeah, it's today is not the day, but once the Giants season ends or sure. if they win the Super Bowl, that's a name that goes to the top of the 100%. Giants list. 100%. That's a name because they're yes. going to need to improve the wide receiver room. Yes. Isaiah Hodgins has been fantastic. And by the way, but Hodgkins has made himself an NFL player. Uh, he certainly He'll be on a roster next year. Maybe the Giants as a slot receiver or something. Oh, yeah, he's on but, a roster. Uh, he's taken an opportunity to his credit. And he made the most of it. He's a legitimate NFL wide receiver. It's interesting to see how aggressive Shane is in trying to add receivers, but I feel so weird even having this conversation because I got a playoff game on Sunday. By the way, does it bother any Giant fan at all? I, I know the answer is no, but I'll throw it out there. That uh, Evan Ingram had a great year. Not no, a be, good year. No, great because year. the Giants had a great year. Okay, fair enough. But, boy, he has had some no, he hell had of a, a year. Tremendous season. Sometimes and it's not the Giants' fault. He was terrible here, even though I thought he was the answer. You were um, wrong about that. I, no, no. Matter of fact, I'm being proven right. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it would have worked Evan here. Ingram is a rock star It doesn't mean it would have worked here because it never worked here. I still think about that drop in Philly. Like, if I had to yeah. name a deciding, a deciding, deciding. decisive Edwin. No, no, just go deciding. deciding. Yeah, you had it. 
Defining. Defining. Defining is even better. A defining Evan Ingram moment. Yeah. Yeah. Giant fans, tell me no, if I'm wrong. It. It. It's the drop in Philly. No yeah. question. I have to admit, I'm with you on that. It doesn't bother me that much, but I have to admit, watching that game against the Jets, and he literally just ran away I from mean, Sauce Gardner. Just absolutely Evan ran Ingram away from him. a baller. I was like, jeez. Like that's Evan a, tight end. a borderline pro bowler. I know. You know what I mean? To his credit, maybe just how to get out of here. I don't know. Maybe. Sometimes that's the case. Yeah, and by the way, don't forget, next year, if you believe that Trevor Lawrence is on the uptick and become a standout quarterback, he's certainly playing very well. Mm-hmm. They also add Calvin Ridley to that team. They do. People forgot about that. Calvin Ridley's a Jaguar next year. Oh, boy. Yeah. Problem oh is, the Jaguars boy. and the Giants are playing football this weekend. Oh boy. Who cares about next year? I just put it That's out That's why there. when you brought up Hopkins' name, obviously yeah. it doesn't make that much sense with the Jets. I think of the Giants, but I'm like, ah, Giants have a game on yes, Sunday, man. And I think it's a game they might win. You don't think they're going to win because you hate them. Here's uh, Dave in Manasquan. Sure. Dave, what's going on? Well, I figured if I say it fast. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what's going on, buddy? Hello, la, Hello, la, la, la. Last time I called, I was probably a little bit more downtrodden. But Hi. I'm a nice guy. I figured that considering the news today, I would let my dear friend Evan maybe extend an olive branch or an apology. Because Why? back on December 21st, okay. when the Carlos Correa news dropped, I called in and I was called, quote, a little B. Okay, I'm not even sure oh, I can I say remember that. I do remember yeah. that, yes. Evan called you the B word. I called him a whiny little, little. B. Wow. Yes. yes, I did. And I was over, if I'm not mistaken, it was over the Carlos Correa thing, right? Yeah, he was being a whiny little B about Carlos Correa, so I called him out on it. <laughs> All right, so, Evan, do you want to say something now? He acted like a whiny little B that day. What am I supposed to say? I know you apologized to him. How about a simple apology? For what? For calling a grown man a bitch. Well, he acted that way. How about that? He acted that way. And I I don't don't mean that, Dave, in any personal way, because you're probably, like, a good dude. But on that given day when you called up, that's the way you acted. Yeah, but how about the fact that you lost Correa now? What does that have to do with with the way he acted that day? Like, why would I change my... Why would I apologize for that? Well, Evan, maybe say thank you because what if you heeded my advice? What if you just held back a little tiny bit? Maybe you wouldn't be experiencing the pain and the anguish. Very good. Dave, let me ask you a question. Let me ask Very you a question. Very good point. Let, let me ask you a question. I'm with What's your favorite team in all of sports? I don't know. A little team called the New York Yankees. Okay. Great. <laughs> You're my man. When the Yankees re-signed Aaron Judge, I'm sure you were ecstatic. You should be. Like you were bringing him back. Did you wait? No, you were excited. He was coming. I assumed that when the Mets signed Correa, they signed Correa. That was my mistake. Now, maybe moving forward, whenever my team signs a free agent, I should wait for the freaking physical. Maybe that's a lesson I need to learn. Remember, it was the same day that, you know, some I think the, something about a captain or they were going to announce the judge signing. I'm just reminding you, I'm not pulling out of stuff out of thin air. You talked about how you seize the day, how we ruin the Yankees today. It's all about the Mets. It was it's true in the moment. It, yeah. like, I can't. I can, I'll apologize for when I'm wrong. I'm wrong a should. lot. I can't apologize for that because in the moment, first of all, Craig, if you're being honest. I'm very again, upset with you, Evan. Again, Dave, I really mean this. I feel for Dave. You're not a bad. I don't mean it anything. It's not personal. Why well, you call the, the grown man the B word? That's personal. He acted like a whiny little B. No, Sometimes I, I, I act like a whiny little B. Mm. Most okay, times I, I act it, like a whiny little B. I, I'm going to consider that an apology. Mets suck. Let go, Yankees. Thank you, Evan. Well done, Dave. You got it, buddy. <laughs> How can I apologize? Ah, the Correa stuff brings out the best in people, doesn't it? 
It really does. Yeah. It's this Met-Yankee dynamic that we all have. There's this underlying dislike for the two teams between each other. Sure. Even guys like me, who I don't have a dislike for the Yankees, you bring it out of me sometimes because you provoke me. You know, Big Mac says something douchey at the beginning of the show. And you then lash out. And I lash out. And I admit that I do that. Yes. And that's what we all do. Like, there's this boiling dislike, jealousy, whatever it is, between the Mets and the Yankees. It's fascinating. It really is. At least the Yankees today didn't get outspent by the Twins. Yeah, you're stuck with the Which is why guys like Keith and Big Mac are enjoying the day beyond a regular Tuesday they might enjoy. Right, it's a Tuesday in which Aaron... It's a Tuesday in which Aaron Hicks is your left fielder and yeah. Josh Donaldson is your third you, baseman. Uh, lashing on I'm just giving you facts. You're a deflector. I'm not deflecting. Yes, you are. It's a Tuesday. Good morning, Yankee fans. Your left fielder is Aaron Hicks. Yeah. Your third it's baseman classic, is Josh what Donaldson. About, it's classic yeah. whataboutism, which, whataboutism he, which he hates. Right. That's right. He and hates you, whataboutism. Yeah, you, you, are, started, you hate whataboutism. Correct. You started the fight. I ended it. Okay? No, you didn't. You brought it up. Why? You, How made you it about it? the Yankees. You think that's a knockout punch to the Yankees? Yeah. Aaron Hicks is your left fielder. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if that's accurate. I think that is a major I mean, for knockout the last punch. 19 days, you guys paraded around here in Peacock and like you won the damn thing. Well, we were excited. And now you lost out to the guy to the Minnesota Twins who uh, spent more money than you. Yeah. For a guy you wanted who was the final piece. Here's all I know. That's Here's Ryan all I from know. Billy Epler as and disapp- Steve Cohen. As the final as piece. Billy Epler never said anything about it. As disappointed as I am about the Correa thing, all I said was a fact, and you're getting so sensitive about it. Aaron Hicks is your left fielder. Josh that's Donaldson funny. is your third baseman. That's true. Josh Donaldson's the third baseman. I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh, you, you gave me that? You don't know if Hicks is the left fielder. Just go with it for now. Jeez, <laughs> got to be so literal. Oh, way, so uh, literal. Whatever happened with the New York Mets and uh, us talking to Billy Epler? Yeah, not happening. Not happening. Not happening. They said no? Yeah. They they got your text. They wanted to point that out. Were they acknowledged that they got my text? That was acknowledged. <laughs> that was acknowledged that they got my text and they didn't respond to the text? Well, they responded by calling me. That's the so response. So I texted Billy Epler. That's the response is responding hey, to me. Hey, it's Craig Card at FAN. Any shot you can come on our show this afternoon? Very simple text, right? And I don't even get the courtesy of a, of a, of a response. You did, but the response was through the Mets to me. Yeah, but why can't Billy at least, uh, you know, just write back, hey, uh, I, I ran it through the Mets? Yeah, I think it's a way for the Mets to let you know this is how we communicate through producers. I think it's also a way of Billy emails. Epler telling you something obvious that you don't realize he doesn't like you. Well, Billy that, Epler yeah. does like me. Mm. I have a fine relationship with Billy. He won't that. even write you yeah. back. He knows you as the guy who works with the guy who gave him good advice to sign Tim LaCastro from the Rico Bronia. That's how he knows Wait, you. Wait, so that's why I want to get this right. The, so Billy Epler went to uh, who's the guy. I'm not going to say his name. Yeah, the Mets. You could just say Yeah, because he's a really nice guy. He's great. I have no issue with him at all. He does his job very well. I'm not going to say his name because you know, he's not a public figure. And said to that person, hey, Carton reached out, wants me to come on the afternoon show today. Can you respond on my behalf? Well, we also requested, I requested it too. Yeah, does that make sense? So but, it's like but, almost the, like both no, no. requests. But hang right. on. It's not your fault. Oh, I'm not saying The it fact is. that the Mets acknowledged to you, because I didn't tell you that I texted him, that I texted Billy means that Billy told them that I texted him. Mm-hmm. Correct? I'd say that's a fair That's uh, a fair assessment, assessment of what's taking place here. Yeah. So Billy Epler is too important now to return a text message on a personal level. He had his minions do that for him. As a minion, that's a probably a harsh term, but it seems that way, yeah. Am I wrong on that, Evan? That aspect of it? Yeah, it's I mean, either that, that or where he doesn't like it. Like, I'm debating between the two. Why not just text <laughs> me back, love to come on, can't, sorry, 
Uh, whatever the case may be, uh, Happy New Year. You should send him another text and ask him that. Ask him what? Hey, Billy, you know, what's up? I heard what's from going your on? minion. I heard Why don't you yeah. say it to my right. face, yeah. Yeah. you whiny little beast? No, don't, 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 wow, say, that's a bit don't do that. Should I say, Jeez, in the future, feel free to just let me know you can't come on? That's a passive-aggressive way. Yeah, don't be passive-aggressive. Well, see what he says. Passive-aggressive is like my calling card. No, I think you should be passive-aggressive. Yeah. Because either way... Like, I don't, I don't mind him not returning my text. That happens all good. But if you tell someone else I texted you and have that person reach out to my guy to say, Billy got your text, can't come on. And by the way, why can't he come on? Because he doesn't want to talk about this. That's why. Oh, is that why? Because it's embarrassing get, that they lost out of Bill, Carlos Correa Billy Epler, to uh, the Minnesota Twins. Billy, yeah, why not come on and beat your chest about how yeah. prudent you were because and Billy, how smart business shit. Right. Because yeah. Billy Epler was yeah. on our show one time. And while you may have had a good time with it, I thought it was a horrible interview because he wouldn't answer any questions. Very simple, Billy. Walk me through it. I asked Carlos him Correa. about guys at the trade deadline. I'm sorry, it was free agency. It was last offseason. Were, were they allowed to talk about the guys you asked you about? You can always talk about free agents. Okay, and asking. he wouldn't answer a question. I remember looking at you like 10 minutes and saying, right. we are literally wasting, our, wasting time. our time. So Billy Epler doesn't answer questions. Hmm. So he could come on. We'd waste our time for 10 so minutes. So maybe I text him back, a little disappointed that you couldn't return my text. Best of luck. Well, you could go that way. You can go Have passive. Have a blessed day. Or you can go passive aggressive. I like that's passive not, aggressive. So that's not passive aggressive. That's, that's not passive aggressive. Not as passive aggressive as what you were going to say. What was I going to say? Next time you don't want to come on, you could always yeah. just write me back. If you can't come on, it's all good. Just we'll let appreciate you know. a return of my text. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Get him. It's not get him. I get him. like the guy. Do you? But I don't appreciate that. You like the guy? The guy won't even write you back. That's what I don't like. I, so I find you... that to be uh, unprofessional. So what do you like about him? <coughs> I, he just seems like a nice guy. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, like I have nothing against him. Terrible interview, but he's a nice guy. Yeah, he just he seems like a nice person, though. His yeah. relationship with the great Brian Cashman is a good reason to like him. I mean, Cashman comes on whenever <laughs> I ask. No I mean, problem. If well, I text any, Cashman, any, he texts me yeah. back. If I text Aaron Booney, fist me. Anyone that, cl- anyone that close to greatness, some, you know. When Brian yeah. Cashman uh, texts you, does he write back like nine long paragraphs? No, no. <laughs> it's actually usually like one word, but I got that. It's funny. <laughs> or else I'd be out of my uh, data allowance for the month. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kids, daddy can't call you until March. Brian Cashman sent me a text. <laughs> Brian Cashman wrote me, about, wrote me a book back. <laughs> All right, so what should I text him back? Something. Uh, you got to text him something back because he disrespected you. That's disrespect. No, he does. So I shy right. Like the Mets um, told me you got this text. You know, next maybe... time you can just talk to me. Yeah. Here, Met, Mets, next time free field Mets tell me. Uh, reached. Hold on, let's do this together on the air. Mets reached out, told me you can't come on. Um, next time, feel free to, you know. To respond personally. Do you want to take a dig at Is about, that should I do that or no? I would, yes. Now you could make a dig about the Correa thing, like, oh I guess. Wait, you should don't I want say to next time him. I'd appreciate a simple response to my text? Or is that like a little too aggressive? Uh or should I be like, you lost out on the twins? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go that way. Ah, that'd be funny. Oh, I so I'm not mm-hmm, Do you mm-hmm. think you'll even write no, back you got, to your passive uh, aggressive? You, you, you know what you should do, you go text. to a move. Invite him to a barbecue. No, no, I can't. I can't not fight. Now he doesn't get the carton barbecue. Oh, Come okay. over and watch the no, Giant game. No, 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 no. Barbecue no. in January? He doesn't Come get on. the carton barbecue now. Plus, I already got Zach coming over this weekend anyway. Um, Mets reached out, told me you can't. Come on. Hmm. Next time, 
feel free to write me back no. personally. How about disappointed? You you disappointed you didn't respond. Eh. No, that's like I'm soft, right? Middleman thought we were cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta figure this out on my own. You better write you back though. I'm gonna write him right I now. I want a passive aggressive grenade. Mentory chat told me you can't come on. Not sure how about this? Not sure why you couldn't just tell me yourself. There you go. Yeah. You gotta cut to the chase. He yeah. didn't write you back. And I would yeah. take that as like I take it personal. Actually, Met fans told my producer. There you go. The Mets my told producer, our producer. Next you time, said, you could just tell me. You got my text and can't come on. Uh, okay, now we're talking. Here now we we're talking, now Billy Epler. You lost out on Carlos Correa to the Twins, and now you can't return text messages. Right or wrong? I'm right on this one. He should have written you back. Yeah, he should have written Has me back. Has he ever written you back? No. Wait a second. You've never texted Billy Epler till today? I've texted him twice. And I said, I'll tell you what I texted yeah, him. I'll show it yeah, to you. Go ahead. I sent him video of you running to first base. Oh, I remember in that. In the baseball okay. game, right? No response. And I just wrote, hey, why do you know what the guys who talk of sports look like when they try to play? Yeah, I'll take a shot at oh, you. Oh, no, that's fine. Right? I remember that, actually. I, I told you that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't respond to that. So he's never responded to any of your texts? Maybe we don't have a relationship. Maybe it goes back to the first thing I said. He doesn't like you. Yeah, no, he called me back on April 1st, though. He called you, but he's never yeah. written back your text. Hmm. All right, I'll figure it out. Anyway, you did lose out on Carlos Correa to the Minnesota Twins. There goes the billion-dollar infield. Poof. Yep. Poof. Now, they are going to have to pay McNeil and Alonzo. And that's going to add up the Brent money. Batty all of a sudden becomes the best third baseman in baseball. Well, he's the top third base prospect in baseball. Yeah, we've seen a lot of prospects come and go. You know, hundred percent. Look, the key to the Mets this year, and I think the Yankees are in a similar boat. Your young players better be good. There's a reason why the Atlanta Braves came back and won the division. You know why? Because they called up Michael Harris from Double A, and he was really good. Because Spencer Strider was an elite rookie. Because Vaughn Grissom helped them when Albies was hurt. Like, you need your young players to play well. And I know that's boring, and that's not sexy, and there are no guarantees. But Brett Beatty and Francisco Alvarez and maybe even Ronnie Mauricio, and for you guys over there, Peraza, Volpe, they're huge, huge. to the fortunes of the Yankees and Mets next yeah, year. Yeah, that's fair on both sides. Stevie's in Long Island on the fans. Steve, what do you got, buddy? Hey, guys. Great show. Thank you. I have a different angle on this whole thing. I think that, uh, I think that uh, Cohen was talked to by the other owners and was told, hey, guys, you got you got to wait until about six months when Otani comes free with Eckler, and we'll play it off as a uh, money or a you know a uh, injury thing. Because if you look at it, the Twins had a three-year, hundred million dollar contract for Correa, right? It's about thirty-five million a year. They offered thirty-three million guaranteed for six years, right. and the Mets offered offered twenty-six million. So right? you think this is an interesting one, Craig? That the owners got. Pissed at Cohen. Like, are you freaking kidding me? You're giving this guy this. You just yeah. spent that. Right. Got him on the phone and said, get out of this. Yeah, the because, problem because... with that is you don't go 19 days of negotiating well, if you were really just trying to get out of the contract right. altogether. Yeah, but, you know, listen to this. So how about if you, you know, Cohen was, was uh, on a lounge chair, right, in Hawaii when Boris called him? He goes, what would you like to have three martini olives for you, meaning a three, third baseman? Yeah, yeah. And then so Cohen goes, yeah, 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 I'll take it, whatever price, whatever the Giants pay, we'll, we'll pay the same amount or more, whatever the case is, we'll guarantee it. 
And then he finds out later on that this he's getting drags out because of the injury thing. But then, but then the other brothers say, "Hey, look, you can't just sign this guy from a small market team." You're, you're, uh, you're, you're I, I gotta stop. I mean, listen, I love conspiracy theories as much or more than the next guy. But you're so convoluted in what you're inventing, it's it's laughable. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Right. I, I no, get no. that owners were probably scared and alarmed by the apparent signing of Correa. Like, I totally buy that. But I don't think Cohen was going to be bullied by other owners to walk away from the deal. Now, I think he's a businessman. And when his doctors told him the concern about the ankle, it was real. And yeah. that's why they spent 19 days trying to find common ground, which they never found. I will say this, uh, just to bring the Yankees into the conversation for a moment. There have been unsubstantiated, unconfirmed reports over the last few months that there's a bit of a wink-wink understanding between uh, Hal Steinbrenner and Steve Cohen that we're not really going to go poach guys that the other team may have or be looking at. I don't know if that's true or not, but we've all read the same stuff. It could be totally uh, without merit at all, so I want to be clear about that. But it would have been interesting. Once the Mets... You know, kind of regrouped and made a new offer, which obviously was not accepted by Scott Boris and Carlos Correa. Do you think Boris even called the Yankees? Yeah. And do you think the Yankees engaged in the conversation yeah. and for uh, obvious reasons were yeah. like, you know what? We're out on this one. No, I bet you the Yankees. I think you have to check it. You got to do your due diligence. And like, I would but do you assume... think the Yankees said, we're not going after him because we know. That then you have World War Three. No, the next time there's a player available, Cole no, comes in. I don't believe that story at all. In fact, okay. when Judge signed, and this is a criticism of the Mets, it's kind of convoluted. Maybe I'll get into it on a Rico and not. Yeah, here. I think maybe decide. we do it on a Rico or something. Well, you don't even know what it is. Yeah. It could be interesting. But, saying, but regardless, maybe we do it on a Rico. But tell us. So you want me to tell you? Well, I mean, just like the okay. overview. So the story about Judge and his signing said that the Mets met with Aaron Judge at the winter meetings. Are you aware of this? Very briefly, they met with his agent. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. And they told him, "Look, our priority is pitching." If you're still available when we're done sorting out our pitching stuff, we'd love to circle back and we'll talk. Okay? Okay. The Mets walked away from the meeting thinking he's not waiting around. He's going to sign. Got it. Mets handled their pitching. They're done. Now they circle back to bats. We saw what happened with Correa. That strategy to me is really weird. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. Yes. You should be able to go after both. Well, you should. So that's right? that's my criticism of the Mets. See, it's yeah. not that convoluted. When you see that they told judges people, and this isn't about judge, it's about going after a bat. We'll get to you when we're done with pitching. It's like, what? Why, why can't you, uh, you know, multitask? If you want to add a bat, right? right, if that's something you believe is important, you can do both. You can talk to Verlander while you're talking to Correa or Trey Turner or Aaron Judge. The best teams do. And that makes no sense because let's forget Judge for a second. Look at Turner. Why did the Mets go after Trey Turner? Now, maybe he wasn't willing to move to third base. That's always a possibility. But it seemed like the Mets had a checklist where they said, okay, DeGrom, okay, he's gone. Verlander, check. Right. Uh, Quintana, check. And went to the end with each guy before moving on to the next guy. Yes. And that doesn't make sense because Trey— bad business. Aaron Judge and Trey Turner, okay, are better than Carlos Correa. I would have said that on December 21st. I say it today. They're better. And if you're going to give 12 years to Carlos Correa, why wouldn't you have made a 12-year offer to Aaron Judge? 100%. Now, I think Judge was never going to happen. But the point is what you're saying. There are two things that were going to hurt them with Judge and Turner. Judge wasn't leaving the Yankees for the Mets. I think we all realize that. The Mets were going to have to grossly overbid. And maybe Turner wouldn't play third. And Turner probably wasn't going to go to third. But I didn't like the idea. And this would be a question for Billy, even though he wouldn't answer it. And we'd waste our time. Did you really say? We'll get to that when we get. You could go through everything at the same time. You don't have to go in order. 
Like you can walk and chew gum at the same time. And that's one criticism I'd have about them at offseason and what could have been if they were aggressive on multiple fronts. Well, I mean, to be fair, he can't even return text messages. How's he going to walk and chew gum at the same time? Excellent point. 877-337-6666. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. So I guess there's a video out there of OBJ playing a little pickup basketball. Maybe not the brightest idea for a guy coming back from a torn ACL trying to get an NFL contract. Or maybe it shows you that he's back. I don't know. That's uh, a tough look, right? I think the first thing you said is accurate. Yeah, like you're trying to get a deal. You won't work out for anybody. Uh, you know, the teams wanted you. And you weren't ready, and now you're playing pickup ball? Can you believe how much time, and we didn't do that much, so it's yeah. not really us, how much yeah. time was spent, wasted, talking about Odell Beckham Jr. a month ago? Yes. Who's going to sign yes. us? Is it the Giants? Oh. Is it the Bills? Is it the Cowboys? He's going to be able to play. It's the playoffs, and he's still not ready to play. Now, how's that work? They get, Any team would still sign him, right? Yeah. Because he's a free agent. Yeah. I mean, is there like a limit where you can't bring a guy in? I don't, think, I don't so. think so, right? I don't think so. I think as long as you're an unrestricted free agent at any point, yeah, this like, isn't like you can go join a team for the Super Bowl. NBA and MLB have yeah. these deadlines. I don't think there is one in the NFL, so get ready so for that rumor Super Bowl week. Is Odell going to yeah. sign with the AFC champion Chiefs? Well, think about it. Like, if you're the Dallas Cowboys and you're coming off that six-point offensive performance against Washington, mm-hmm. and you see video of Odell Beckham playing basketball, I've not seen the video, so I'm not sure if he's, like, running and jumping and cutting out. I haven't seen it. Uh, but I know it's out there. Would you be like, eh, you know? No. no. I mean, think about it. He's doing something that aren't allow- isn't allowed in standard NFL contracts. Right, because he's not signed. <laughs> but maybe he's showing you that, hey, I'm good to go. Would be That would not show me it. No. Playing basketball in a pickup game shows me that you're an idiot. It doesn't show me anything else. No, but if, like if you're jumping and cutting no. and that kind of stuff. I would have no interest in him no. at this point. Now, next year, would I have interest in him? Sure. He's going to be a year he's removed from He's one of those weird guys where he's still like, like, he, like he kind of transcends the sport of it, doesn't he? Like Odell Beckham watch, I fell for it. I was into it for but a while. did you fall for it because you thought he actually would Dude, be able to play? I had Plaxico Burris told me in like late September, he ain't playing this no, year. No, Plaxico was dead on, but yeah. did you believe him? Plaxico? Yeah. I was like, how the hell does he know? Right, that's what you thought. That's yeah. why you fell into it. Like, oh, are the Giants going to sign him? Are the Cowboys going to sign him? Meanwhile, nobody signed him. The playoffs are about to start. And when you look back at the odyssey of talking about that, what a waste of time that was. Yes, it was a definite waste of time. But he's one of those rare guys that does transcend everything. Here's uh, Danny in Howard Beach. Danny, good afternoon. How are you? What's up, fellas? Happy yeah. New Year. Uh, a little late, but okay, good Happy for you. Happy New Year yes. on January 10th. <laughs> My man. <laughs> Listen, I got a Jets point, and I got a bone to pick with Evan as my second, but the first Jets point. Now, we are sick and tired of the franchise quarterbacks that we're missing on. This is the year that we got to get after Lamar Jackson. Now, hear me out on this one. How do you think the guy feels that the Ravens gave Roquan Smith, a guy that they traded for mid-season, a hundred million dollar contract. Right. I think again, it's it's sour. It's it's really sour right there, man. And I think he wanted a contract right before the season started, mega deal. Yeah. And the Ravens didn't want to give it to him. Now, is it something that we might have to be a little bit weary about his knee right now? No. Or is he doing it on purpose? 
because I don't see him playing in the postseason. I don't because he wants that payday. I think think, uh, things went south with them much earlier this year because of the contract. And I've said for a while now, he has played his last game as a Raven. I would take the risk. Yeah, baby. I would take the risk. Like, whether it's concerned about... In regards to the Jets signing him? Oh, yeah, I'd go after him in a, in a half a second. 100%. I know he missed time last year, too, so he's technically missed time in back-to-back seasons, but he's still young. He's, he's electric. He's still so good to get a franchise hey, quarterback at this age. I'd back up the truck. I'd give him the money. I'd give up the draft picks because that risk is worth it. If it backfires, I'll live with it. At least I risked it on a 26-year-old franchise quarterback. Yeah. I mean, it's, what Baltimore's done with him is uh, highly offensive to those that love the NFL and recognize you need a franchise quarterback to have a legitimate shot to win, especially when you're in the AFC. And for the next 10 years, you're most likely you're going up against Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. Well, You cannot win a Super Bowl with a less-than-average quarterback. I'm I completely sorry. agree. We've gone through who's in the yeah. playoffs and who's not, but... What I had read a while ago is that they offered him $250 million with half of that, about half of that, being guaranteed. I never saw that. That's what I saw. So Who reported that? ESPN. I never saw that. I mean, I'm not saying it's not accurate. I never saw that. What did the Ravens offer Lamar yeah, Jackson? I, I'm not sure if they what the guaranteed ever was. That's what I heard. And I know that he wanted, rightfully so, to be in the ballpark, which that would put him in the ballpark, yep. of the Kyler Murray deal, of the... Um, the deal uh, in Denver. Uh, here we go. Ian Russell. Ra- Ian Rappaport. All right, well, Pretty, he's very good. Yeah. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson turned down contract larger than Russell Wilson's in key areas. Uh yep, that's what I read. In key areas, it's two hundred and thirty million dollars, but it was not fully guaranteed. And Lamar said, "I want it fully guaranteed, like Deshaun Watson." I'm sorry. And they offered How him about a, $133 million. A source familiar with the negotiations. Pardon me, the, when was this dated? I'm sorry. September 11th of this year. Okay, From ahead. Ian Rappaport. Go ahead. A source familiar with the negotiations told NFL media inside of Tom Pelissaro the Ravens' final offer included $133 million fully guaranteed on a six-year deal. Roughly the same amount Jackson would make if he plays on his option, an exclusive franchise tag in 23 and another tag in 24. Jackson felt he deserves a fully guaranteed deal like Watson, and without a comparable offer, he's willing to, quote, bet on himself and go year to year. Well, look, so he's going to get, I think, the franchise tags 42, something like that, 43, Wait, right? so did the Ravens do anything wrong in your opinion? If that is accurate, and I, listen, Pelissero's very good, Ian's very good. They're among the best reporters out there. i never seen that. I don't know why I missed that, but I never saw that. If you offered him guaranteed a buck thirty, is that what you said? Mm-hmm. They didn't embarrass themselves. They didn't embarrass themselves. But no. here's the problem: this is where I side with Lamar. Yeah. He looks over at Deshaun Watson and says, "Excuse me, right? I'm an MVP. You gave that guy fully guaranteed money. Lamar thinks he's better. I think he is. Hard to argue it. And oh, by the way, Lamar wasn't suspended for you right. know what, right? So if I'm Lamar Jackson, now, I totally get looking at that offer saying, hey, tremendous offer two years ago, not a good enough offer, not a good enough yeah, offer today. And the flip side of that is there are teams that will be willing to give it to him. The Jets are one of them, I would think. I would. Now, to be fair, though, to the Ravens on this, uh, the fact that the Cleveland Browns got stupid doesn't mean that that should be the contract that all contracts are based on. That's But, Craig, that's the way it works, I, I get man. It. I get it. So if you told me... 
let's take Russell Wilson's guarantee, let's take Kyler Murray's guarantee, and let's take Deshaun Watson's guarantee. So about a buck thirty, a buck fifty, and two thirty, I think, for Deshaun, right? Mm-hmm. Am I in the ballpark? Two thirty was his guarantee deal. All right, so that's yep. five ten. What's five ten divided by three, real quick? Oh my goodness. Five ten divided yeah, by three. Yeah, five hundred ten million divided by three is what? One. Uh, that would be 170. So I'm averaging those three. Yeah. All right, because obviously Deshaun's is ridiculous, hot, much higher than everyone else's as far as the guarantee goes. So if you want to give me the average of those three is a buck no, seventy guaranteed. No, 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 no. You ain't taking that? No, I I totally understand Lamar saying I want it fully guaranteed. I do too. Period. But stop. I'm now being a businessman, and I'm saying I'm going to give you more than Russell. I'm going to give you more than Kyler Murray. And I'm not going to give you as much as Deshaun because everyone recognizes that's stupid. Do you believe an NFL team? Because Deshaun Watson essentially became a pseudo free agent because think, he held the power on, in the trade, right? You, now, if they offered him a buck thirty, whatever you said, they yeah, offered him guaranteed. Yeah. If you came in and said, "Look, we all know the Deshaun deal's stupid, but I'm going to give you more than the other two, so I'm going to cut the pickle basically, and I'm going to guarantee you a buck seventy. You think he says no to that? I think he says no to that because here's okay. why. Here's why. Deshaun Watson eventually became pseudo a free agent. He held all the power because it became yeah, no a trade. Because okay. it became a contract negotiation. Lamar's going to get franchised next year. That, that's my assumption. Eventually, it becomes unsustainable, Craig. You can't continue to put tags on a quarterback. We saw it with Kirk Cousins in Washington. You can't do it. The cap number's too crazy. So eventually, Lamar will play himself into a role in which he will have all the power. Yeah. He will get to decide. Well, Let me ask you a question. Two years away from that. Though. Let's say we get to that point. Okay. Will a team in a negotiation be willing, will one team be willing to give them the Deshaun Watson contract? Yeah, I believe yes. Exactly. And that's yes. why you don't accept what but you offered. to be fair, though, they can own him, control him, his rights for two more years. If they're willing to pay now, the tag. They'd have to pay him about $88 million yeah. over those two years. And he's miserable. Is Lamar Jackson hurt right now? All right, so that's a good question. Because this relates to what you're saying. Here's what I will say about that. There's no doubt he hurt his knee five weeks ago. The PCL, the front of the knee. That's not up for debate. He got hurt. We all saw it, right? The real question is not did he get hurt, I don't think, Evan. The question is could he play on Sunday? Why right. are you going to tag a quarterback at $30-plus million when he may not be willing to play a playoff game? This is a game, then. You're going to tag him? Well, you, you got to tag him to get something in return I didn't for say him. that. I didn't, I didn't say that. Go tag ahead. him and keep him. Oh, I don't think that's on the So table. they're going to trade him. I believe so, yes. And then once he's traded, Lamar Jackson, in the negotiations, will say to each team, I'm only signing a fully guaranteed deal. Yes. He'll get his fully guaranteed deal. That's why he's not accepting what you offered. It's a fine offer, yeah. but play the game. He'll eventually be able to get what he wants. Yeah, I don't and know if you're that. I admit this, and you guys can kill me for saying this. I would give it to him. By the I way, would. I would give it to him also. Because and I know the risks. I need a franchise quarterback. And let's just say this the day Lamar Jackson puts on a jet uniform, I'd make the argument with all due respect to the great Joe Namath. He's the best quarterback we've ever had. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm doing it, and that's why I'll take the risks, the injury risks. How's he going to age? He's a running quarterback. They're all fair questions. I'm taking the risk. 100%. I'm with you on that, 100%. And uh, if the Jets didn't, I'd be really pissed at them. No, they're going to, because I heard uh, Joe Douglas at his press conference yesterday, and I listened to it again, because yeah. we were on By the By the way, air. goodbye, SNY. See you guys tomorrow. Thank you, Grubhub. And while he said all these glowing things about Zach Wilson, he made a comment that was very important. He no. said... 
we will do whatever it takes to upgrade this team. We will do. And he's, look. He's saying it without saying it. Wink, wink. They're going to upgrade the quarterback position. And the best available guy in the short term and in the long term, despite the risks, which I know, is Lamar Jackson. By the way, do you notice that my skin tone the last couple weeks has been fantastic? I have not. You have not noticed that? Have you noticed that, that I'm not peaked and ghostly white the last couple of weeks? Has anyone picked up on that or no? I have, yes. You have noticed that? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, tanning cream. You're tanning? Oh, yeah. Is that what A-Rod tried last night? I don't know what A-Rod did. (laughs) A-Rod tried uh, taking on, you know, I don't want to, I'll just leave it at that. Maybe, you know, nine Hall of Fame writers at once. (laughs) <laughs> it appeared at least to me. To be and honest. guess what? Yeah. It still ain't happening. Yeah, he's like, all right, I got to take care of nine of you guys to get in. Okay, no problem. One at a time. Uh, that being said, yeah, I mean, it really does work, though. But what are you doing to make your face yeah. look so good? Don't you worry about that. I no, I, I'm don't curious. Don't you worry about that. My you, my beauty secrets. So you're doing something. Oh yes, I so am. So you're not natural. Not right. Not today. I'm not. No, I I didn't do it today, but I did it yesterday. And the glow is still right there. Very happy What's with that. What's the difference between you and A-Rod in terms of performance-enhancing drugs? Like, that's basically what you're doing. So you could look good on TV in the morning, yeah. good on TV in the afternoon. I'm using the cream. You're using <laughs> the cream, yeah. You're damn right, you are. Do you feel guilty about that? I'm admitting it. I'm offering. I'd have to say nothing. But I just noticed in every camera angle I'm looking at myself, the skin color is perfect. It's very rare for me. Was there a time? And I've also lost a couple pounds. Thank you for noticing. I have not noticed. I've noticed the opposite. Was there a time in which you noticed that your skin wasn't? Yeah, I looked like I was a uh, talking a corpse a couple weeks back, and I had to take care of it. So I did. Yeah, you used the cream. That's right. He went to the PEDs. I went right to that cream. He He said anything that. What was going on, by the way, with a What do you mean? Like, I saw the picture of A-Rod. By the way, he puts himself out there, and he, and it truly there's no idea the reaction he's going to get. He wasn't going to elicit you know, beauty tips from guys saying, well, this is the face mask I wear at night for my skin. He looked like, you know, he was on the receiving end of a bad porno. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you just said it. Yeah, I said it That's because that's what it looked like. And when, we all thought the same thing. When he put the picture out, I, it was like, looking? for me, content-wise, it was like manna from heaven. <laughs> I was so happy you put that picture out. It was like, oh, my God, he's gone to porn to make money. But get me in his head. Like, yeah. when he puts that out there, what is he thinking? I know he's what you're not, thinking. There's, he's so tone-deaf to what he's doing that he puts himself in these positions where you can't help but you mock him. You don't think that A-Rod has a little Sean Morash in him where he knows it, he's being made fun of, it gets attention, no. and it's good. It's good. It's I fine. Don't. There's nothing wrong I, with I'm it. Not, and I don't know Sean well, well enough to know if he knows I. Well, Sean has a sense of humor. Yeah. make fun of himself, and I respect Will that he? about him. Yeah. Well, that doesn't extend to everybody. Well, who doesn't make fun of themselves? I don't want to get into it. You know, some people get angry when you make fun of them. Well, some people are sensitive. Some people are sensitive. I'm not sensitive. You're yeah. not sensitive. I'm Big not, Mac is mostly me. not sensitive. I'm not Most sensitive Loogie's not sensitive. No, no, you're sensitive. To, he's no, not, you're very you sensitive. I'm very sensitive. You're, very, yes. you're thin-skinned. Now, very you know thin what You're insecure. Very insecure. Yeah, like he knows he's going to be made fun of. He takes it, he eats it, it's all good. <laughs> Done. You, on the other hand, you think about it all night. All the, absolutely. And you yeah. guys know that, and yet you still treat me the way you do. <laughs> Which, what, what does that say about, about the two of you? Yeah, no, about Same. him. No, about him. Yeah. They'll, lock, they'll lob me in with that guy. <laughs> yeah. That guy oh, does it in. to you on purpose. 
I feel bad if you go. No, home no, and I've actually gone the security. other. I've gone the other way. I've noticed how sensitive he is, so I actually hold back fire because yeah. I'm like, you know what? I like him. I don't want him to be miserable. Like, I'll tell night. you this: two and a half years into, two and a couple months uh, into this thing, mm. you are the second best producer I've ever had here. I'm also the third producer you ever had in your life, but thank you. No, two no, out I of mean, three. I've been ready for thirty plus years. You are not the third producer I've ever had. Really? Yeah. I thought it was. I had a guy in NAW called Matty Moon Douche. Uh, he sucked. I had a guy in Jersey, my friend Sherrod. He was, uh, you know, a friend. Uh, <laughs> Tell you, say he, well, was, he was a great producer. He was a great buffer and a great guy. I love him. But you are the second best producer I've ever had. You just made his night. Do you realize that? I mean it. He is going to be on cloud nine. He has now. become a really good producer. The show sheet's always on point. He's always uh, going downstairs getting my orders <laughs> without even questioning. He's like, great. Uh, he's a good guy. I like him. I'd like to spend more time with him. Would you? Yeah, I think I might invite him and his wife out to a concert or you know a show or something. Would you say yes to that, Louis? Big Mac can't go to the show. I got him tickets for not his fault. Uh, just didn't work out of his schedule. So I'm thinking maybe I send Tommy and his wife to see Michael Jackson the musical. If you'd want to go see it. If you don't, then no worries. Do you want to go see it or no? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to sit next to him. No, I'm not going. I already went. I thought no. you said you were going to hang out with him. No. That's not wants to. Said. Wants to. I want to. I want to go out with Tommy and his wife, who I still have never met, <laughs> and I want to find out what it's like uh, to be rich again and to uh, go to the places I can no longer go to, that they go to, and have some uh, you know, snails I, and foie gras and uh, drink expensive booze and... Yeah, you know, go back and see I, the two fireplaces and the 20,000-square-foot apartment, all that stuff. I assume, Lou, you agree with me when I say this? There's no shot yeah. any of that's going to happen. I also Zero. know where my air fryer is. Like, this things I want to find out. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Meanwhile. Wow, uh, top two producer of all time. Yes. He's going to be on cloud nine all night. And I'll do you one better. Yeah. thought he sounded fantastic on the radio last night. He's really got a future. What was he talking about? I don't know.